0: This is Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, a series dedicated to the testimonies of believers and followers of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Arlenis Bucklew. Welcome to this Thanksgiving special on Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives. My name is Caleb Cunningham, and I'm excited to open up the Word of God and share with you today. If you have your Bible, I invite you to open up and turn with me to Psalm 100. Psalm 100. What we'll be looking at today is a psalm of thanksgiving. And I'll be reading out of the Legacy Standard Bible. So, Psalm 100, a psalm of thanksgiving. And the psalmist writes Make a loud shout to Yahweh, all the earth. Serve Yahweh with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that Yahweh, he is God. It is He who has made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him, bless His name. For Yahweh is good, His loving kindness endures forever, and His faithfulness generation unto generation. This is a well known and much loved psalm. Uh, This is one of the most popular psalms in the Psalter. And this psalm specifically calls us to worship God in giving thanks and to praise His name for who He is. This is the only psalm that is titled a psalm of thanksgiving. And the first four verses of this psalm, it records seven calls to worship. It tells us to shout. It tells us to serve. It tells us to come. It tells us to know, it tells us to enter, uh, it tells us to give thanks, and it tells us to bless the name of God when we come to worship Him. But verse 5, w- which will be the verse that we'll be focusing on during this episode, really explains why we come to God for thanksgiving. And that verse says, "...for Yahweh is good, His lovingkindness endures forever." And his faithfulness generation unto generation. The three reasons we should give thanksgiving in this verse are not for material reasons or uh, physical blessings that we may receive. Indeed, God is the source of all those blessings, and we should give thanks for them. But that's not the focus of the call of worship and thanksgiving in this psalm. The psalmist exhorts us to give thanks and to praise God for God's sakes, not ours. True worship is God-centered. It is rooted in the person and the nature and character of who God is. That's what this psalm's focus is. As you notice, we've been saying Yahweh, or if in your English translation, It might be Lord in all capital letters. What that means is God's covenant name. He first revealed his name to Moses in Exodus in the burning bush. He said, I am who I am, Yahweh. This divine name reveals so much about who God is. He is self-sufficient. He is self-eternal. He's without beginning. He is without end. He is unchanging. He is forever the same. He is never increasing. He is never decreasing. He is independent. Yet everyone and everything is dependent on him for everything. He is the life-giving, all-sustaining one. When the Bible says his name, this his divine name, it declares that he is the one who was, is, and who shall ever be. And this is why we give thanks to him for who he is. In Psalm 100, verse 5, it gives us three truths on why we should be thankful. Truth number one, you should be thankful because of Yahweh's goodness. Verse five says this, for Yahweh is good. He is good. He is the source of all goodness. James 1:17. every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. What James is saying is, is that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. Everything that Yahweh gives is good. His plans are good. His providence is good. His pardon is good. His provisions are good. His patience is good. His protection is good. God is good in everything that He gives. But this verse, in verse 5, is not a statement about what He gives. This is about who He is. Nahum seven it says this, Yahweh is good, a strong defense in the day of distress, and He knows those who take refuge in Him. When bad things happen, God's goodness is still on display. It is still demonstrated in the fact that He is there in the, in the day of trouble. He is there in a the day of heartache. He is there in a the day of distress. So the goodness of God is not always obvious by sight, but is always evident by faith. It is always there by faith. Psalm 34, 8, Oh, taste and see that Yahweh is good. How blessed is a man who takes refuge in Him. His goodness can fill the believer's soul, soul with sweet joy like no other. So what do you have to praise God for today? What do you have to be thankful for today? And regardless of what you're going through, Yahweh is good. And good is a statement of His character. There's no spot, there's no blemish, there's no flaw in God. Everything about God is good. So truth number one, you should be thankful because of Yahweh's goodness. He has been nothing but good to you. You don't deserve his goodness, do you? But in his mercy and his grace and in his goodness, he has displayed that in your life. You should be thankful for Yahweh's goodness. Truth number two, you should be thankful because of Yahweh's loving kindness. You should be thankful because of Yahweh's loving kindness. Verse 5, His loving kindness endures forever. The word loving kindness is the Hebrew word for hesed. And this refers to God's loyal, gracious, covenant love. Uh, the New King James translates, it, translates this verse, this word loving kindness, he translates it mercy. The NIV calls it unfailing love. The New American Standard Bible and the LSB calls it loving kindness. The ESV calls it steadfast love. This is God's loyal, steadfast, covenant love that is unbreaking and unfailing. And David says of this love that is better than life. Psalm 31 7 says, I will rejoice and be glad in your loving kindness. Psalm 36, how precious is your loving kindness? Can you say that today? Can, can you really say in your own soul, in your own mind, in your own heart that God's loving kindness, that that unfailing love, is precious to you? It is beautiful to you. It means something to you. Psalm one hundred three eight, Yahweh is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. Psalm one hundred eight. His loving kindness is great above the heavens. It is great above the heavens. In Psalm 118, His loving kindness endures forever. His loyal love, His unbreaking love, His covenant love endures forever. Yahweh's love is based on His promise. It is based on His word. And we know that He will never break His word. He, He will never lie against his word. He's always true to himself. His love is based on his promise. It's not based on our performance. He does not love us because we are worthy of his love. He does not love us because we deserve his love. No, he loves us because he promised to love us in spite of us. He has promised to love us even when we don't deserve it. He has promised to love us even when we deserve His wrath, even when we deserve His anger. And as you go about life's duties, and as you go about your everyday situations in life with your family, with your friends, or your work, or, or your church, or whatever it is that you may be going through, never lose the sight of the fact that we are immersed in the love of God. You are immersed in the bottomless ocean of Yahweh's love. His love endures forever. You're only aware of just a small portion of what God is doing every second in your life. Listen to this. Every moment of every day, Yahweh is working to cause all things to work together for your good. He's causing everything in your life, every breath that you take, God is causing all things, the good, the bad, the ugly. He's causing all things to work together for your good, to work together for His special purposes in your life. He loves you even when you don't deserve it. He is always going behind you to protect you. He is always going ahead of you to prepare the way. He is always under you to support you. He is beside you to protect you. And He is in you to strengthen you. You are forever loved by Yahweh, the God of the heavens. And the earth. Why should you be thankful this holiday season? Why should you praise God for your life? Because of his loving kindness demonstrated towards you. Because of that unfailing, loyal love demonstrated in your life. You are forever loved by him. You are forever. Special to him. He has loved you even when you didn't deserve it. He has loved you when you deserved his wrath and his anger. Never forget the loyal love of God. So, what we've seen here is two truths. Truth number one is you should be thankful because of Yahweh's goodness, and truth number two, you should be thankful because of Yahweh's loving kindness. With the last truth, truth number three, you should be thankful because of Yahweh's faithfulness. You should be thankful because of Yahweh's faithfulness. The end of verse five of Psalm 100, and his faithfulness generation unto generation. The NIV translates it this way, his faithfulness continues through all generations. The ESV and his faithfulness to all generations. And the NASB, his faithfulness to all generations. The idea here is that Yahweh is a God of truth. He's the God of all truth. Everything that God does, everything that God speaks is true. It is nothing but true. He only and always acts according to this truth. He only and always acts according to the truth. This is the faithfulness of Yahweh. Lamentations 3 it says this, The loving kindness of Yahweh indeed never cease, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. God's faithfulness is great because it endures to generation and to generation. It endures into all generations God was faithful to past generations, and God will be faithful to generations that come after us. We also acknowledge the faithfulness of God by trusting Him for what yet He is to do. Uh, John MacArthur said this, The bedrock of faith is the reality that God keeps all His promises according to His truthful, faithful character. The bedrock of faith is the reality that God keeps all his promises according to his truthful, faithful character. Woven into the very fabric being of God is his faithfulness. It's in his nature. That's who he is. He is faithful and true. In the proclamation of his name to Moses, uh, loyalty and truthfulness is no minor trait. Uh, God abounds in faithfulness. Moses says this in Exodus 34, Then Yahweh passed by in front of him and called out, Yahweh, Yahweh, God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth. This imagery portrays who Yahweh is. He, again, is faithful and true. That's who he is. It's in his nature. He he doesn't know how to be anything else but faithful and true. Moses also captures of the Lord in a song in Deut- Deuteronomy 32, this way. He says, This, the rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are just, a God of faithfulness and without injustice. Righteousness and upright is he. God is faithful. Yahweh, the Lord of the heavens and earth, is Faithful, And He is worthy of your thanks in every situation of your life because He is faithful. He has been nothing but faithful from the moment you've been conceived in your mother's womb to the moment you are watching this recording right now. He has been faithful in your life. In His faithfulness, the psalmist says, His faithfulness will last from generation to generation. What He means here is, God's faithfulness will not fail. It will keep on going and going and going forever because that's who He is. He is faithful. So what we've seen in this psalm, and specifically in verse 5 of Psalm 100, is a summary of the character and nature of God. He is good. He is love. And He is faithful. But there's a better way to see the character of God than just studying His attributes, just studying of who He is. God's goodness lived in a human body. God's love hung on an old rugged cross. And God's faithfulness defeated the power of sin, He defeated the power of death, and He defeated the power of hell. All of these attributes are summed up in the Lord Jesus Christ himself. All of these character traits of God have been demonstrated by by what he has done through Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is the walking, talking, breathing incarnation of the, the divine goodness, steadfast love, and faithfulness of Yahweh. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, If you don't know Him as your Lord and Savior, you will never fully experience the goodness, the love, and the faithfulness of God. God sent His Son into this world to save sinners. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, I call you this day to repent of your sins and to turn to Him by faith as your Lord and Savior. The way to experience God is to experience His goodness, to experience His loving kindness, and to experience His faithfulness is through Jesus Christ. You must come to Him in recognition of your sin and cry to Him by faith, Lord, I am a sinner and I need a Savior. And Jesus Christ will save you. He will. I'm not sure where you are at this moment Uh, I'm not sure what you're going through in your life. And I'm not sure how you're celebrating Thanksgiving this year. But I do know this. It is your duty to give thanks to God for what He has done in your life. It is your duty to give thanks to Yahweh for who He is and what He has done for your life. He is good. He is loving he is faithful, and if you're in Jesus Christ, God will be like this for you forever. You'll experience one day His goodness, His loving kindness, and His faithfulness in a way this unimaginable. He is good. He is loving. He is faithful, and because of Jesus you experience this because He paid the price of your eternal salvation. He paid the price that you deserve. To Him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on this Thanksgiving special here at Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives. My name is Caleb Cunningham, and I just want to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next time.